0: Listening to Gonsoki Radio Live tonight. It's live number 91 here on this fine April 18th. It is spring, but it certainly feels like a social winter, hence the winter in spring, as this episode is titled. I am joined here by Nano. I am Lunar, and thanks for joining us. What's new, Nano? Uh
1: not much is new. Um etching yeah. Journal Day X of a Quarantine, or a, I guess it's a Stay at Home Preferred. I don't know if it's technically quarantine. I, I, um,
0: I have to ask, did you switch to um, your phone or something?
1: Uh, no, actually, I at some point activated the uh, noise suppression thing oh. in Discord. So I don't I, know if that's sounding better or not. It sounds like it's,
0: it's so that is a new thing in Discord, which, by the way, you can join us. Uh, at discord.gg slash gr if you're not there already. Um, but Nano, I have to mention, like, it basically sounds like you're on a Bluetooth headset or something. Like, it doesn't really sound <laughs> that great. Alright,
1: I switched it off, so it should, it should be back oh. to normal.
0: Yeah. Also, um, it took, like, 10 decibels off of your, uh, your, your gain, so, like, <laughs> I had to... The mixer couldn't go any louder, and so, like, fiddling with the gain dial, I'm sure, introduced some kind of terrible sounding crackling. I don't know if that was you or me. might have been both. Anyway, we're here tonight. Uh, just us two right now. I think Zara's stuck at work, and uh, DMJ is still AWOL as far as we know. So uh, yeah, that's a thing. But It's live number 91. It's another month, another live show, and we got more music and more stuff to talk about for the next couple of hours here in the station. A lot of things have Kind of happened over the last month since the last time we talked we mentioned that certain things might happen that uh, have happened since and work continues in the back end we're still working on app stuff and whatnot and uh, uh you know of course we're gonna play new music tonight but the station itself has new music as well we'll cover more about all that stuff during this show and uh sort of in between when we're here Will give you some of that new music, uh, some of the even newer music that Zara has given us in the last uh, 48 hours or so, that eventually, of course, will be making it to the station. And uh, there's really not a whole lot of like super new music, uh, like nothing really in 2020. We're still in April, of course, but I mean, anywhere that would be selling music or any artists that would be getting their music out. Uh, it's kind of, it's, it's more difficult to find that stuff, being that all these uh, events and things that we're used to paying attention to, like Tie Sai, which was, um, I guess, moved, let me look at my document here, it was moved from uh, March, apparently they had like an Air Retai sai, which they've done before when their events have been cancelled, and they have moved it to, what date, I have, I have dates for other conventions here. But uh, now May 17th. We'll see if that holds. Uh, we did mention this a little bit last uh, last show, but we shall see. You know, fingers crossed and stuff, of course. They can only do the event if it's safe enough to do so, or if their uh, government over- overlords decide that uh, they're just going to go with it. It's been about a month, maybe a little bit more than a month, since we've had a whole lot of... Uh, you know states and sort of local governments here in the US where Nano and I are both in the United States so this is from our perspective but we uh it, it's a it's a little bit different because Nano is sort of in the Seattle area where things kind of started happening first in the US I think one of the very first cases in the US of this mm-hmm. uh this nasty thing is uh was found there and of course now it's kind of ubiquitous unfortunately But, um, so stuff happening, or stuff started taking place over there sooner than it did for me. Of course, I I live in a more rural area, which is actually kind of a positive in this case. Um, but, yeah, we shall see, uh, how that goes. Um, I know that, what was it, just yesterday or the day before, there were people in front of the governor's abode their their house their technically their mansion you know like the the president of the u.s has a has the white house then the governor's mansion is a thing for state uh, governments um and so there were like 400 people that went outside and held up signs and talked to each other and honked horns when they were driving by and stuff just making a ruckus and saying hey we don't like being cooped up inside uh can we move this thing along?" and unfortunately, <laughs> that's not really how that works. Um, so, but I mean, I think really what we can glean from this is that people are just getting a little restless and not really knowing what to do with their, their, their lives at this point. Um, so, it is an interesting thing to behold, honestly, uh, we'll see how it goes from here. We'll talk a little bit less about that and more about Toho stuff, including new games on Steam, new music, of course, like I mentioned, uh, some of the other goings on uh, just throughout the, uh, the world and, I guess, the, the country here as we're looking at some other conventions that were making announcements more recently. And, of course, we'll talk about our progress here in the station and behind the scenes at 3x7, and we'll also be taking some questions from our listeners out there. So we have a link up on Twitter and Facebook. We'll also put that in our Discord channel. And uh, we'll get to that shortly here. Uh, just, of course, if you're not there already, that is Discord.gg/gr. It's super simple to go to. We are parted on Discord. the reason why we have a two-letter um, thing that people can visit. But, yeah, there you go. Um, so without further ado, let's get to something at Zara Submit. Just yesterday, this is something from the album 5am in ginsokyo it is a chill out arrange package from Flat frog is it no uh that's the other one <laughs> dat file records after that is something new from Tamon Sen. so we'll listen to that stuff here and we'll be right back with you on ginsokyo radio live number 91
2: かのもい Kyo
3: kasarete
2: 何か止まらないぜんと変われ好きかてじくるものじゃない夢を釣りさせてぜけがアタキングが Dame yeah。no hate pixaki the lead day she no time. no time no limit let's go respect to me を探し求める自由かハトコガラシ異変はのはなし取り返しがつかない不可逆の話なぜだかそれすら儲かなし同じ釜の飯しか食えないならしょうがない So 何 tachinga bai datte
0: Soki Radio Live number 91 tonight with Lunar Spotlight and Nano Satellite.
3: Hey.
1: It's your boy. It's
0: your boy, how? Sleepy Nano.
1: I am the <laughs> sleepy. How'd you tell? How'd how, how I know?
0: Uh, How'd you know? I, I had, I mean, besides the fact that we just had this conversation before we came back, <laughs> I had my suspicions. I mm-hmm. like, nano comes on, the first thing I hear is like, it sounds like you're on your phone. Did you just decide to like, I don't know, take a nap on your couch just wake up suddenly and now we're here on the show and you're like, yeah, I I'm here. I may not sound that great, but I'm here. What's up? (laughs) Anyway.
1: I'm alive.
0: So, um, alive is good. Let's talk about some Steam games because that is something that we tend to talk about on these shows. The, uh, newest stuff that we got around the corner. Last month was interesting because we had a <laughs> we basically had a couple games that we had we, we talked about and I'd mention, hey, these are out there, but maybe not such a great idea to support them because they're um they weren't that I mean I think there were maybe three, like two of the three weren't that great. Um but the two games that we have out this month are I guess better not that I've tried either of them out, but I haven't read any reviews of you know Stolen art assets or music or anything like that. So that seems at least a little promising. I think Anyway, uh, so let's get into that on Steam. We've got a couple games uh, Toho Kikamu Elegant Impermanence of Sakura it's currently listed on Steam like the title is Elegant Impermanence of Sakura So it's misspelled, but it's also available only in Chinese uh, so I guess I can give them a pass for that. Um, it's a fan-made curtain-fire game, um, and it's 10% off right now. It's $14 normally. It's twelve fifty nine. dollars um, There's really not a whole lot to say about this other than, you know, it's a, it's a fan-made curtain-fire or bowl of hell game. Um, only in Chinese. I mean, it's got a story. It's got stuff that you'd basically kind of come to expect from a curtain fire game at this point there's as far as just reading through the description here on steam just not a whole lot that really stands out uh i will mention though that overall reviews are very positive it's got a 135 reviews it just came out on steam um recently april 16th yeah so it's been on there for two days it's already got over 100 views i I mean generally for these kinds of games i think that's pretty good uh and yeah do we have any negative reviews Let's uh, take a gander here you just gotta actually all of the reviews in English are positive and that's all three of them uh, <laughs> all the other reviews, the majority of them are in Chinese and I can't elaborate on any further on those so uh, thanks but uh, there you go so if you're if you're really really looking for, a new or different Curtain Fire game to play, that's uh, Toho Kikamu, is what you can look up on Steam. Or just search Toho and look for the latest games and you'll find it's one of the only thing that's been released in April uh, for the Toho category. And The other game we've got is a little cheaper, uh, a little less expensive here, Toho Blooming Chaos 2. Uh, as the name would suggest, it is the sequel to Toho Blooming Chaos. Uh, I haven't heard of either one of them to be quite honest, but it is out there, and I need to actually grab the Steam page for this because I forgot to link it, but it is, uh, as it lists on its description, uh, a brand new, or I'm sorry, it's an brand new rogue shooter where you can control a character very, very, I hate reading these just verbatim because, like, I have to read them how they're written, which isn't generally that great. Uh, where you control a character of a varied cast to explore and all randomized labyrinth. Okay, so actually it kind of sounds fun. Enjoy the excessive fun of reaping enemies and character training. Uh, okay. With balanced difficulty, you can always find your place as either beginner or veteran. I would phrase part of that a little differently. Like, reaping the benefits or the rewards of slashing enemies, not... not... That word, enemies, that just doesn't sound right. I don't know if you agree with that or not now. Anyway. And, um, I is, mean, it's
1: <laughs> it's definitely a, a translation it type is, thing. Yeah. It's, it's translation versus localization kind of thing, which I don't put blame on them, but it, it gets the point across on a verbatim level.
0: Yeah. Um. As the game before this was, this is also only available in simplified Chinese. Mm-hmm so there is no english support at this time it is also an early access game so and it has fewer reviews there are no reviews in english so i've got nothing for you Uh, let's get rid of that english filter and yeah i mean mostly positive reviews again all these are early access reviews um the, the the part with the early access like games on steam can be released on early access for various reasons i mean one of my favorite games that's still or i get i don't know if it still is i think it is um but it definitely was when i started playing it factorial one of the games i have in steam besides like team fortress 2 that has like just hundreds of hours in the game uh and they've like th- their team's really good about giving updates every week and Telling you how things are going and like legitimately improving the game from what it was when I first bought it to where it is now. It's a it's a great game. Like it it as as Nano and I sort of have played this game before it, together. Even it is a multiplayer game. Uh, it is a game Factorio that is that sort of scratches a certain niche. It's not really like a game for everyone. It's it's almost like a like Minecraft except you have less. Um, absolute sandbox creativity It is still a very oh, there's an objective with there, there, uh, Factorio. Yeah, there's an objective. There's an end game. You, you get to launch a rocket ship with a satellite in it versus Minecraft which might technically have like a thing that you can um you know work towards, you know defeat the Ender Dragon or whatever, but there is really no end game. There's no screen in the game that says you won whereas there is in Factorio. So <laughs> um Anyway, but the, the, so going back to the Early Access thing, Factorio is an Early Access game I feel is really good. The reasons for why this game, uh, Toho Blooming Chaos 2, is an Early Access game isn't really all that promising. They say, we are having trouble delivering a complete build of the game at the target release date. By utilizing Early Access, we can receive feedback from our players to further improve our gaming experience. Uh, approximately how long will the game be in Early Access? We're planning to present the game in Early Access for about two to three months. Okay, so like, it, it, it's phrased a little like, we're having trouble delivering this game, but um, But, I mean, that coupled with the fact that it actually does have mostly positive reviews, and that they don't predict they'll be in Early Access for all that long. And also, this is the sequel to a game they've already released, so we at least know that they are capable of releasing a game. I, I don't actually feel that bad about it um, you know if, if you are ever on the fence about early access games in general I think that's this is probably fine uh, if you want to give it a try uh, as for I said roguelike uh, did I read that entire translate maybe I did um, but like if you look at it it's sort of a like a 2d top-down thing it almost kind of looks like an adventure game um, so I mean, if if roguelike doesn't tell you kind of what to expect, then maybe that will help a little bit. Um, the artwork looks pretty good uh, overall, actually. It's uh, you know they they have custom character artwork and some of their backgrounds are done really well and stuff. So uh, yeah, for the price, I'd say it's probably actually worth a look. Um, yeah, it's like less than six dollars right now. So if you're looking for a game to play, maybe try that one. Uh, the other two things we have in this list here are actually soundtrack items that were released uh, around the same time that this game was. They're uh, soundtracks to both the first and the second game for Toho Blooming Chaos. So um, they are out there. I think the first one is out there for, I think, three bucks, and the one for Toho Blooming Chaos 2 is about two bucks. So, yeah, they're relatively cheap I mean it's 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 game soundtrack material like some of the tracks are literally just sound effects so it's kind of what you can expect from uh, from a game soundtrack I guess Uh, so yeah that's out there and outside Steam I actually haven't heard of too much going on uh, just in terms of games that are out there Uh, I think the only thing I've really heard from anyone concerning games is uh, Animal Crossing for how many people have been playing that game uh, over the past month with everyone being indoors and everything so yeah uh, it's a little sparse as far as anything that's outside of steam I'm 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 sure there's probably something out there that it's just like outside my radar or I haven't checked some of my sources or or whatever but um, but I think overall it's a pretty decent list for something to keep you busy for a little while longer in case you're getting bored with whatever games you have or or whatever the case may be. So um there you go. Uh and I guess as far as the thing in Discord goes, just want to mention again I am we are accepting questions during the show. We'll read them out. Um in the you not know, I'd say maybe after the next break or maybe the one after that or something. So soon is basically what I'm getting at. Um, There are definitely some questions I think people will have about some of the more recent things that we've done with the station. We mentioned last month that we were thinking about different ways to continue supporting the station just because of things that have been going on. Uh, People have reduced income, myself included, and we just want to figure out a way to make it easier for just people in general um, to continue enjoying the station with uh, without feeling pressured to, to you know, like, buy a shirt or whatever, or donate, or, or you know, support 3x7, or wh- whatever the case is. Like, I just... Um, related to all of that, we just want to be kind of transparent about it, because I know a lot of people have had questions the last two or three weeks, as we've been sort of taking care of things on, on that side of things. And, uh we have a forum thread that's been actually kind of I've been filling out with answers to some of the the questions that people have had but if you have any other questions like this is your time um, submit them we've got links on Twitter Facebook and also on discord it's in the pinned messages section that is just at the very top there's a little pin in the upper right hand corner click on that and you'll find the link and uh, you can remain anonymous or not you can tell us who you are and you can yell at us, say, you know, in- incomprehensible gibberish, or, you know, I'd prefer if you didn't, but you could. Uh, that is out there, so. Um, so, while you guys are doing that, I guess it's a good time to go to our next uh, couple songs here. We've got a song from Shibion Records, something that I haven't actually heard before, and I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners haven't either, at least not on the station. Uh, it is from, I think we mentioned sometime last year that Chibion Records came out with an album called Broad Border. It's not a new album per se. It's really an album with just a whole bunch of their, um, their previous work, a compilation album of sorts. Um, but yeah, I haven't heard this one. The song's called Gaze It. And then after that, we've got something from Takamachi Walk, Catch Wind. And we'll be back just after this on Gensoki Radio Live number 91.
3: 約束のためにね just get it tonight
0: Radio Live number 91 tonight. Welcome back. Us to the station and Nano to your ears, I guess. Hi. So, did you know that... uh, I I don't know. Uh, Yes, I, I do know things, but one of the things that's happened this month in April 2020 is it is apparently the first conventionless month for fan conventions... Possibly the world over for the last 40 years. You have to go back to January 1974 or so when uh, there was a month where there were no fan conventions happening. That is a long time ago. I wasn't around back then. My parents were hardly around back then. That is a long time. So, man, you know, like, it's kind of crazy. Um,. But obviously that's because things are going on, a lot of events have been either postponed or cancelled. We mentioned some of these last month, but uh, we would have gone to Anime Boston this last weekend here, but that uh, was cancelled. Um, Zara would have been around for this show had we done it last weekend, but I had uh, other things to tend to at that time, so we couldn't do it then. Um, Of course, I think Soccer Con also happens the same weekend. If I'm, you know, you can write Nano. Usually in. Uh,
1: Yeah, uh, some date in April that coincides almost always at the same date as Anime Boston.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So yeah, which is a pain because Nano is in that area and Zara's in Anime Boston area. Uh So uh, can't do both. It's one or the other. Um, Makes it, you know, it's kind of a pain. But honestly, do they? talk to each other do they collaborate and say hey let's just same weekend different sides of the country I think they're organized by completely different organizations and I don't actually know and sure. they
1: don't always line up uh, I don't know I, I think they're separate organizations yeah. I'm not sure what uh, necessarily goes into why they do that I mean understanding that there's things I'm not considering up front like other 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 conventions like Comic Con because I know Comic Con's like a month and a half before Sakura Con usually, and there's other stuff that probably gets booked that might be of a, a larger profile than uh, the um, the humble anime convention. So
0: right, well, so like fan conventions, in this case, as I'm saying, doesn't just include anime conventions. We're also talking about like comic conventions yeah. and things. So any
1: any big gathering. Yeah, I, I'm just talking from the perspective of the. Why they're there, there might be a common theme for why they're usually booked on the same weekend,
0: yeah. Okay, um, besides those two, which we mentioned because they're usually the ones that our staff goes to, uh, we had Anime Central was canceled, uh, we mentioned PAX, South by Southwest, E3, all gone at this point, uh, but we do have some newcomers to the list. Uh, it was recently announced that Anime Expo in California for 2020 also canceled, uh, Colossal Con. 2020 was postponed from June 4th to the 7th. Now it's September 2nd to the 6th, which is Labor Day weekend. Uh, and I think ColossalCon Con also does like a like a Colossal Con East event or something like that. And it's a lot closer to that date now. So I know that I've I know some people who were going to one or were going to go to both if they could um, are ending up just scrapping one and going to only the other. If, of course, it's still going to happen around that time. Uh, so, time will tell, as far as that goes. And uh, there was also... I mean, we mentioned that Comic Market, uh, the most recent one that would have happened, uh, was cancelled. But there was another event that came about. I'm, pr- I don't, I'm pretty sure it's unofficial. Um, it's called Comic V-Cat, the V standing for virtual. Uh, They had their event number zero happening uh, actually just last weekend or so. April 10th to the 12th, you could visit it virtually. So it was a virtual market. It's not the first kind of virtual markets. Uh, There are other markets that have happened on platforms like VRChat, even, like literally just plug into, you know, your Vive or your Rift or whatever you got uh and go visit and I guess in the case of VR chat there's a little bit more interactivity with it too like actually talking to other people who are out and about um, but comic Vcat was available via VR chat cluster and styly um, the last two basically just being different I, I know like one of them is a uh, a web-based thing where if you don't have a VR headset you can just use your smartphone. Um, or if you don't even want to do that, just literally just open up a web browser and do that. So um, while it was going on, I took a look. I literally just open up a web browser, visit the place while it's going on, and you can see what's going on. And it's basically kind of what I imagined. I mean, you, you kind of imagine like, oh man, what's a virtual market like? That seems pretty cool. If it's something like, you know, if it's being organized through something like VR chat, I could see it being actually kind of cool and fun because you've got the people and stuff to interact with. Maybe um, maybe you have people who are like kind of standing at their table if it's theirs and they can talk about their stuff or whatever. I actually feel like that'd be really cool to, to go and see in something like VRChat. Uh, unfortunately I didn't I didn't try this in VRChat uh, and if I did I don't know how different it would have been. Um, I think I went through Styli or whatever the web browser based option was. And so what I found was basically just Uh, an an applet that brought you into an an environment that you could use, you know, your WASD or your arrow keys on your keyboard and kind of float around like just sort of this this floating head uh, visiting all these empty tables (laughs) with artwork just sort of like on these virtual banners and you could click a thing uh, that would supposedly let you look through like um, most of them were either just um, like banners of artwork. Some of them were actual uh, books, like booklets or whatever, that you could, you were supposed to be able to flip through, but in, when I was experiencing this, I would click on the thing and it would bring up a stack that you couldn't actually flip through, and you couldn't actually move the stuff out of the way. So uh, the way I got around that is you could like kind of clip your character's head into the stack that goes in front of you to sort of read the pages behind the very top one, because that's the one you can can only see that one. You can't move it out of the way or anything. So uh, definitely room for improvement, uh, just as far as that experience goes. Um, But maybe the VRChat experience was like way different. Um, Puzzle is talking in, in general chat. I, I realize now that he has a lot more experience in that uh, area than I do. Um, once upon a time, I had an Oculus Rift. I actually pre-ordered an Oculus Rift. Uh, and then I went to DMJ's and I tried out his his um, HTC Vive, and I was like holy cow, this is really cool. So I got a Vive instead, and and for a brief time, I had two uh, VR headsets. So I sold miraculous rift to Puzzle, and he's been I'm probably using it to. I, I know he's played like VR Chad and Elite Dangerous, and I don't know. Like he he can exp- he can speak to that. He's not here right now. Maybe he will be soon, but I don't know. Um, yeah, but it, it's yeah, it's cool. We've talked about VR Chat on the show before, and I don't think anyone except for, uh, myself and DMJ at this point have have VR headsets. Have you tried VR Nano? Yeah, my roommate has one or two. One or two? Like what what does he have? Uh
1: I think he had a vibe and then he got the second version of the vibe that came out at some point. And I, I think he wanted to give yeah. one of them to his younger brother or someone in his family.
0: Sure. So like I, I know the the index is out and I I have the original HTC vibe at this point and I just I don't really uh I haven't paid attention um much beyond that we do have puzzle in the green room and uh despite my best practices of actually going to the green room and checking his his voice and stuff we're all going to see how he sounds together so you ready for this nano here we go no hi puzzle oh i have to unmute him turn it hi puzzle and he's hello hi uh what's your experience with vr what do you think
4: uh i like it I'm one to sometimes get motion sickness, but I've kind of gotten around that uh, a, a little. But uh, overall, I love it. it. It's amazing. I still feel like it's a bit niche for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But uh, it, it is growing. But yeah, the the expense is kind of a bit much for people.
0: Yeah, and I, I know we've talked about it on the show before, but like one of the big barriers to entry to getting into VR is just the fact that not only do you need a, a relatively expensive headset, but you also need the ha- the hardware to drive the pixels that are sent to your headset. Um, and making sure that uh, that like things like your frame rate are high enough, which in VR matters a lot more than it does if you're just looking on a monitor, because um, if you don't have enough power to drive the frames to your headset, you start dropping frames, it's not as smooth, and you actually can and probably will experience some sort of um, disorienting experience nausea motion sickness it's not great Um, so to avoid most of that you just need a really powerful system that can most certainly drive whatever game it is that you're playing Um, some games don't take a whole lot uh, of power to drive Um, games like like beat saber is actually fairly light in terms of that Um, there's other games like Oh what what's the uh, it's Audio Shield I think. Um uh, maybe the same guys yeah. that made Audio Surf. So yeah, those, those are they're, they're fun. Um, and there are other solutions out there now too, like uh, what is it? Like the Quest or something where uh, DMJ was I was I talking to him or someone else? Someone I was talking to someone about this experience where like it's essentially something that runs on on your phone or or maybe not maybe it's like a
4: that's the quest
0: yeah um but there was like another thing where you could hook it up to your computer in case you wanted to play a game that needed more power to drive it I, I like i said at the very beginning of this i haven't really paid much attention to the whole vr scene since i got my Vive, and that works for me so like i'm set until like there's some major breakthrough or or whatever like you know i'm, I'm still using my measly 970 to drive vr and it, it works fine like it's great i really like it but um yeah and of course the way things are at the moment it's difficult to try anything outside of that so uh anyway um we are kind of getting close to the halfway points so, um let me just go ahead and refresh this live listener viewer on my end here um but before I get into that, if you're not already with us in Discord, just want to mention this again. It's discord.gg slash gr. And if you don't want to type it in, just go to our website and there's a button there that you can hit, I guess. You don't even have to be logged in at this point. Um, you just go to it and blam, you're there. So interesting. So I, I looked at this live listener list like 10 minutes ago and then I refreshed it and they're significantly, uh, there's a there's a big difference. I think one person had like a bunch of duplicates um by the way i fixed the whole thing where like everyone was me i I think i mentioned like we have a bunch of listeners except they're all lunar spotlight and they're all in japan for some reason and i'm not in japan so that's not me uh anyway i'll just go through this we have countries and listeners here we have people from brazil canada chile finland france germany greece indonesia japan south korea malaysia mexico portugal russia spain sweden the united kingdom and the united states and we have applied ArcTan, Arani, Carlos, Crimson, Cougar, Duke, Doughboy, <laughs> Hmm, Dragon Mado Flat Bartender, Htf Cherno, I hate you all, Nim Scarlet, Pizia, Pizia, Hmm, uh, Rastaja, Yeez, Zass Two, Can't find remote, Captain Z, Chris One, Feel, Okay, General Coolman Man, B, Nos Forever Twelve, Sour Limon. Spy Wall Three and the Dratini Farmer, and there are more people listening than that. Those are just the folks that have bothered to sign in on the website at some point and uh, are currently listening from wherever they signed in at some point in the past. So, thanks to everyone who is listening right now, and uh, it's good to have you here. So, also thank you to everyone who is. Uh, out there supporting what we do especially during this time uh, we don't have any you know officials sup- like sponsor or anything for this show but uh, if we did I guess it'd go something like you know this show is brought to you in part by our supporters uh, 3x7 people who are supporting what we do behind the scenes making sure that we can continue to run all the technical stuff behind the station continue developing our mobile app and uh bringing new stuff to the station like multi-track streaming that's right it was an april 1st post that we made uh but it is true we do have multiple um, different endpoints that you can listen to. So for the vast majority of Gensouki Radio's history, we've only had a 128 kbps mp3 stream that you'd tune in and listen to. Now we have something that's in 64-bit AAC. That is for primarily mobile listeners, for those who have less bandwidth or don't want to have to worry so much about data caps and stuff like that. And we also have the opposite side of the spectrum. We have a two hundred and fifty-six kbps MP three stream for those people who have all the bandwidth they need and just want to listen to our radio show in the highest quality. So excellent. Um, and also, if you haven't seen um, that image that we posted on Twitter for multi track streaming, it's it's literally like it's the meme where it's like the train that's on two different tracks except the train has been replaced by a boombox, and the dude in the bottom panel his words literally say multi-track stream, it's great Um, I'll repost that at some point, but yeah. Uh, I got a laugh out of it, hopefully some people out there did as well. So yeah, we'll talk about uh, that, that new thing that we put in, the multi-track streaming unironically, as well as some other things that we have uh, done and changed with the radio station to sort of help us sustain um, kind of what we're doing and hopefully continue to do so in the future so that all of you out there have something to listen to while you're stuck indoors or even after the fact, since we're, you know, working on the mobile app still and improving that and we've got a mobile-friendly stream uh, wherever you may be. So uh, we'll get back here just a little bit, but... We'll uh, listen to a couple songs. First one up here is something from Tama Onsen. This uh, this song we actually have the instrumental version of up on the radio station right now. It was really highly rated uh, this month here, but um, we recently got the version of this that is not the instrumental version. Uh, it's on the album Life Sick. After that, we'll something from Toho Jihen. Escape from West and then we'll return just a little bit after that on Gansoki Radio Live number 91.
5: 寂しいだけどこ後悔 Kimodoreba 私はなら不安定崩れ落ちる瞬間に関連花のそうマダアスファルト現れる Keep it た黙らぬ様を趣だと波の仕草に纏われて
3: Mindnight 星もね
0: So you Ready Live, number 91 tonight. We are here, um, Lunar, Nano, and Puzzle now with us. So, <clears throat> I'm not sure what's going on with someone. Someone out there says we're still talking about Steam games, and I'm pretty sure they've slipped into an alternate uh, timeline of sorts, or their media player is just lagging behind I, either one. They have received a mention in this show because of their, uh, And whatever is going on over there, I don't know what the heck. Anyway, so, uh, we are here to talk about some of the things that have been going on on the station side, as we typically do during the latter half of the show, Um, talking about the new games and the new music and things, and of course we'll still be playing new music uh, a little bit here as the show goes on, but we have to keep this thing going, the station itself, because... Uh, Despite what some people might think This show is not the only thing we do This uh, Gensoku Radio is a 24-7 radio station On the internet It's always going You can visit us whenever you feel the urge To listen to some Toho music, I guess You know Or if you just don't know what else to listen to We're here We've been here since 2011 We've been going for more than 9 years at this point And it's been a ride that has been mostly supported either by the funds in our own wallets, that is the wh- whoever has been on the staff at the time I mean the the people have changed over time, you know started out with our tribe and Kiyosagi the founders, contrary to popular belief, I didn't found the station I own it currently, but I did not come up with the idea of Gensoki Radio uh, but then we have, you know we had other people that joined us Sonic Mega, Nano Satellite, and you know, you've know, you been here for basically just about as long as I have, actually. So, it's pretty neat. Puzzle came on at some point, so did DMJ and crew and stuff. We've had people come and go, you know, Sonic is no longer part of the staff team, but uh, we're, I mean, we've talked to him about having him on for a future show. Uh, if you don't know, Sonic Mega, or Ch- Sean Chiplock is a professional voice actor now, and we first met up with him in 2012. Uh, He was aspiring to be a voice actor, a professional voice actor, and since that time he has actually made it into some things that you'd probably recognize, like uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, or the English dub of ReZero, or a a ton of other games that I know not all the games that he's been in, and maybe he doesn't either because he's been in quite a few, but yeah, we're gonna have him on at some point. I just, I don't want to have him on and not to have DMJ on, and because I haven't heard from DMJ in some time, uh, we're just gonna hold off on that. And because of all the stuff that's been going on, uh, we don't really know how far out that might be. Anyway, I digress. The station itself, historically, has been supported either by us funding it ourselves, uh, people donating because they just wanna donate, um, Sonic Mega was one of the early uh, Donators or contributors who like significantly helped us get us through some of the early days, which is really cool um, But then at some point we figured well, you know if we're, Rather than just taking donations it'd be cool if like people could have a part of the station to bring with them and to, to have with them and to take it to conventions and things and whatever so like we came up with shirts actually we didn't come up with shirts someone in finland came up with shirts and they said hey we want to make a design uh, for a shirt and we and we said uh, okay you can run it by us we probably it's probably not going to be a thing that we're going to do but like you can try anyway they made a design they showed us and we said that's a really cool design um, go for it also like we, we talked about it and worked out with them that hey you know we want to be able to uh, to sell this in a shop that we'll have someday. And we ended up doing that. We uh, That design is now known as the digital Miko design that's available on our store, which actually has very limited sizes still in stock. Um, I think we have smalls and two XLs, and that's about it for that particular shirt. Um, later on, we figured, hey, you know, this radio station thing's been on for long enough where I think we should have, like, some more official-ish looking branding. So we reached out for a logo. Uh, we had, you know, like a one and a half dozen people submit um, designs and logo ideas and things. And we picked one and it happened to be from an artist that have, had actually done work for us before. So we talked to them before and that was really cool. And we worked out with them uh, that the, we liked the logo, but they made an alternate design that we paid a little bit extra for because we we paid them for their work because i think that's right the right thing to do and uh so we paid a little bit extra for their secondary design which we ended up putting on a shirt and that is the musical tory t-shirt and we have a lot of sizes of that shirt and you can definitely still get it uh even though we're uh shipping out from where we are might be a little slower than normal because of the things that are going on and Limited travel and stuff, but we are still able to ship things out from our store. So if you are looking for either of those things, go for it. Um, in addition to that, more recently we've had coffee mugs, buttons, and stickers. Some of those things are easier to ship than others, especially the stickers. If you're abroad or overseas and you don't want to have to deal with, you know, ridiculous shipping prices, Because that's just how the world works, unfortunately. I'd love for the shipping prices to be cheaper, but like the reality is, if you want a coffee mug and you're in the UK, the shipping's probably gonna cost more than the mug itself. And there's not a whole lot I can do about that because, you know, in order to make the price of shipping cheaper, we'd have to have like a volume thing going. And the fact of the matter is, we just don't sell that many. So that's not gonna happen. Anyway. This all boils down to the fact that the store has been relatively slow, and so, and it's not really a recent thing. It's kind of happened gradually over the last couple of years, to the point where PayPal sort of has this useful thing. PayPal's our payment processor, and they have this useful thing. It's like, hey, here's how many re- uh, customers you can retain over time, and the customer retention module says you can retain anywhere from like negative four to negative seven customers and you can earn negative whatever dollars and I'm like yeah this is real useful PayPal thanks um, but really what that tells me is that we're just it, things are slowing down on that front and just I mean aside from the fact that we just don't have very many sizes in the digital Miko shirt design um, I'm aware of that um, it's just not really going like it used to so instead uh as we have said from the beginning if the store the donations or whatever don't keep up we'll support it out of our own pockets uh and we've been doing that for some time but then this pandemic thing happened and people have lost their income and I'm one of those people. Uh, to be really transparent about this, because we're gonna be transparent later on as I start answering some of the questions that we've had come in. By the way, if you haven't submitted a question, you should probably do that if you want. Uh, it's uh, the link for that's available on Twitter, Facebook, or Discord, and I'll post it again just in case you want a uh, you know easy access to it. But um, but I. I'm going back to school and I have found part-time work as a driver, which means driving people around as a rideshare driver. And that involves having people in relatively close proximity to me for however long their trip takes. And with the travel restrictions and the maintaining six feet apart stuff and whatnot, that is no longer viable. I literally can't do that anymore. Um, because of how things are so um, so I've been looking for alternate work it's a little tricky because I'm a full-time student um, but luckily I'm still able to get by a little bit because people are supporting a 3x7 which I mentioned earlier but um, that aspect of it has actually become pretty important at this point just to be honest uh, it's great and it's you know the, the folks over there get to, See some of the stuff behind the scenes and whatnot i'm not gonna try to sell it here or pitch it or whatever but the the fact is that's just kind of how it works at this point and with the understanding that it's not just me that's losing their income you know millions of americans and people all over the world unfortunately have ended up getting reduced to hours or outright losing their jobs because they just can't do the work that they were doing before for whatever reason it could be lost business you know if restaurants are shut down or if you were a bartender or if you were a cook or if you you know whatever like it, it's there's so many things out there right now that just can't run the way they are normally running so i don't want to have to rely on on sort of the station's existence at this point uh relying on you know just this well donations from our listeners which is fine and i guess we'd still accept them in fact we haven't actually accepted one donation from a really generous uh listener and thank you out there i'm not going to say who they are because i don't know if they want me saying or not but um that's been really really cool um but the fact of the matter is i don't want to rely on that because i know that a lot of people like me are also Losing out on income, so to combat this, um, in on January or no, uh, April first, April second, we started rolling out uh, in-stream advertisements. We mentioned this during our last live show. It wasn't something that I had intended to just broadside everyone with. I wanted to be upfront a little bit at least in saying, hey, you know, kind of here's our plan. And we didn't talk about it too much on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, or whatever. Because I don't really think it's supposed to be like a main feature. I want to focus more on the features that I think are really cool and that people think are cool and appreciate. So, at the same time that we started to introduce advertisements, we also introduced multi track streaming your 64, 128, and 256 streams. So, I guess that's just on my part, sort of this this action of, of like goodwill. Like, I, I want to do something nice for those who are sticking around and are still interested in listening, um, but we also want to find a way to keep this thing going without having to rely directly on listener support like we've done. Um, so that's kind of my shtick with that. Um, since that time, we've had a lot of people ask questions about... The advertisements in general, like where do they come from? What's being advertised? Who can hear it? Stuff like that. Uh, We've we have a running forum thread that answers a lot of these questions, like why are there ads? Will they ever be removed? How often do they run? Um, Stuff like that. And so you can hear all of that, or you can read about that, I guess, over on the forums Uh, if you. Don't want to read. I guess so I'll just highlight some of the main ones here briefly, and then we'll start getting into some of the questions that folks have. Um, but why are there ads? I think I've kind of explained that. You know, it's just it's been supported in the past, and I just want to make sure that we're not relying basically solely on listeners to keep this thing going. Uh, will ads be removed from Kensoku Radio in the future? And I I say it's it's not quite cut and dry. Like throughout this process. I'm keeping a close watch on, I guess, listener numbers just to see, like, you know, now we're running ads. Do we start seeing a decrease in listenership? I kind of expect there to be some decrease, just naturally, because ads will turn people off, and I totally get that. But, um, but how bad is it going to be? I don't know. That's something that I'm just going to have to like watch the trends and see over time. Uh, and then the other thing is uh, with. Respect to you know if we'll if they'll be removed or not uh, is how much do ads actually benefit us or earn for us? Uh, the thing with that is that our ad provider um, doesn't actually pay out anything for about three to four months, which puts us out at about August. So like if you ask that question again in August or maybe September, I'll have a better idea of just how beneficial it is but it just the the reality is at this point I don't really know and I won't know because they won't give me the that number until that time um, that said it will still take time for this pandemic thing to figure itself out maybe fingers crossed it will be a lot better then I mean we certainly hope so but we just don't know so they'll probably run until then anyway unless we just you know, listener members drop out completely and we're like, well, crud, our station's dead. There's really no point anymore. Uh, we want to avoid that as well. So, uh, what do the ads advertise? Someone joked about this earlier and said, you know, am I going to start hearing advertisements for Rage Shadow Legends on Gonzaga <laughs> Radio? Uh, no. Um, it's, it's a lot more dry than that. So, our ad provider will, uh, it, it's kind of neat how it works so like the the provider will figure out where in the world you are by looking at the ip address and there's just it's it's a it's a known thing that like internet service providers will hand out ip addresses based on sort of a range of ip addresses that they have to hand out to to people that use the internet so by using your ip address they can figure out roughly where you are and it's Fairly reliable, so that's what they use. And um, in case you're worried about, oh well, there's a how are they using your IP address? How does that work? We did update our privacy policy to reflect that, and you can learn more about the specifics of that over on their policy and stuff. And hopefully, people aren't too concerned about it. Um, that's really the only thing they can see. They don't they don't know your username or where you live or anything like that. It's just the IP address number. So. Um, and that will give them the country is really like the thing that they're looking for so i had someone who said hey uh i like i keep hearing an advertisement for like a a public service announcement in german where like there's yelling kids in the background and stuff and like and 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 they said i don't really think that's a great thing to be putting on an international radio station i kind of laughed a little bit and i said well it, it, the system's a little smarter than that. So, like, it figures out that you're probably in Germany if you're hearing a German ad. Um, and actually, for about half of you, you've probably never even heard ads um, because our ad provider only serves advertisements in a little more than a dozen uh, countries. Uh, that ends up covering about 55% or so of our listeners. So, like, we'll still hopefully, like, hopefully it'll be worth their while the other 45% of people who never hear ads are listening to music uh, basically it's just something to fill that that one minute gap uh, in the interim so so if you're not hearing ads that's why you might be in a country where ads just won't run and because of that like we don't make anything from it of course uh, that's just how it works so yeah anyway um, so, that's what I've got for the short questions, I guess. Um, I did have, actually, a different short list. Where did I put that? Um, I had something here. I don't know where that something is anymore. No, I uh, I had to post it. I will find it at some point. Anyway, um, so that's cool. Um, I'll get to answering questions after this in a little bit. Uh, Sessmoke's apparently done listening to our stream, congratulations, you hit the end before we did. Don't know how that's possible. <laughs> like I said, alternate timelines. Uh, right then. Gonna give myself a little break here, we'll uh, we'll jump into a couple songs and we'll start answering uh, community-submitted questions. Again, the links out there for that are on Twitter, Facebook, and our uh, Pinned Messages tab over on Discord, that's at All All right. couple more songs here, this next one here is from Sally, after that's from uh, Kachikachiyama, and then we'll get back to stuff here on the talking side of things, Getsouki Radio Live number 91. So Live number 91 tonight. Still got Nano and Puzzle here. I'm Lunar. We've got a pile of questions to get through, which is good. Thanks for submitting questions, by the way, everyone. Um, there are some questions that I was asked before we opened it up to people out there. So I guess we'll answer these first, and then I'll get to stuff that's been submitted on- online. Not too late to do that, by the way, in case you still want to. Um, so the first one here: Do you accept donations? Uh, kind of in related in relation to the uh, the ad thing. Like, yes, I I did mention that we had one donation submit, and that's great. But I also explained already in during this show, kind of why we don't really just want to depend on that. So, um, so it is out there if you really want to just send me a message. Um, I don't have a public link out there because I actually try to discourage it uh, at this point. I might open it up at some point. I just... We'll see. I might have to (laughs) if it comes down to that for the station. Uh, We shall see. Uh, Someone asks, have you served ads before? I'm going to assume like before April. Uh, The answer is no. So the first time that we have done anything with ads, um, our ad provider actually, so it's through Showcast, Um, they have an ad provider called Target Spot, and they have had, like, this policy where, if you want to run ads, you have to do it, a minimum of two-minute ad spots, and you have to do two per hour. So, like, once every half an hour, and that's the minimum. Or at least it was until fairly recently. I don't know when they changed that, but they made it so that you can run ads less often and still be fine so we didn't want to run ads that frequently uh, so we didn't even consider it an option until now Um, and now we run ads uh, somewhere between once an hour and like once every 45 minutes it's usually a little longer than that just because the songs are prioritized and then after that it will try to get to the next ad spot if it uh, has one Uh, let's see. Why don't ads always play? I think I already answered that a little bit, but, like, if, um... Oh, actually, this is a little different. So, like, it's not like if you're in a region where ads just literally don't play ever. Sometimes, even if you're in, say, the U.S. or Germany or whatever, uh, ads will play. Uh, but sometimes there are not enough ads to fill the entire one minute, so it'll insert sort of its own music. I wish I could change it to something that that we play, you know, something that's relevant, but that's how it works. Um, I can change it so that it changes, it plays music that we um, control rather than just having it be its own filler music, but we have to pay for that. And we've never, uh, we, we, we don't, it doesn't make any sense because we already pay for our own infrastructure. Why do we have to pay for something that we've never paid for in the first place. It was, like, Showcast, before it was bought by Radionomy, Um, was always just a free thing. Um, You run the software, and you do the thing, and there have been multiple various services that will do a Showcast station for you, but we've always just done it ourselves, because that ends up being the the option that makes the most sense, honestly. Um, And someone, there was someone that asked, will there be a sub service for paid users like if they're asking if you can subscribe to uh, basically get rid of the advertisements and I basically said no that's not something that we're considering it would also be a significant amount of work because it's basically instead of having the three different streams that we have now that is one source stream with three different bit rates we would need what is effectively I think two source streams that mirror each other but it wouldn't be a perfect system because you'd still have that one minute that you have to fill with something and it would easily get out of sync and i just i don't see it working all that great so i just want to avoid that completely uh there's also some other concerns related to if we literally say hey you know like offer a, a a paid thing but um i guess Nothing is completely off the table. It's just not an option that we're considering now, and honestly, probably won't ever, but I'm not gonna say it's written in stone either, um, because the situation is in flux. Um, If anything, we kind of want to avoid doing stuff like that, so. Uh, And then someone this evening, um, they wrote their name, so I guess I'll say that. So asks... Uh, They say, I find it quite amazing with the sheer amount and diversity of different Toho music that Gensoki Radio has. How did the station crew get their hands on all these albums and new songs? And so, that's pretty neat because uh, we've said before during our shows that we, as much as possible, we like to practice what we preach and we like to support the artists by just getting the albums ourselves. Um, We do this either through proxies going to events or going to doujin shops in Japan, having them shipped over. Um, or we have actually done it ourselves by literally, you know, handing a thousand yen note to Tam Music, the man himself, and like, you know, just it, that is honestly the best way to do it. If you can go to like a comic market or somewhere where they actually are and just give them your money, your your cash, your dollar bills or your yens or whatever. Um, that is, the, like, direct support's the best way. Otherwise, um, Dotion shops, again, like, just consignment is another way to do it, because they will get a portion of that. That's great. Um, digitally has become much more of an option uh, over the last year or two. So you can actually find a bunch of Alstroemeria Records albums or Zune Originals or really just a, a bunch of different circles over on Google Play or iTunes. Um, and I think that's something that people are still learning, actually. So... Um, and then as for some of the older music, um, it's actually kind of impressive, like, the collections of people, um, just like the staff that, that we have ourselves. Um, you know, Zara has a pretty decent collection. Um, we've, had, we've had a few different library managers, and it, so it, always at some point in time, uh, to the best of my knowledge, someone has, like, owned a copy of it somewhere, and that's how we have it. So, yeah, and, and, like, at the very least, from here forward, or at least from, like, whenever forward, um, if we want something, we literally just buy it, like, how else would you get it? Actually, I mean, yes, there are other ways, but that, that is how you should, and so we do that as much as possible. Um, so that's basically it. Um, and, yeah, um kind of weak on the questions but that's what I got so far um I don't know did did the other two people who are remaining silent on this program have any questions
1: I just got back because I looked for food I'm barely awake but I heard questions yes. um give me a moment uh the conjuring field for questions isn't online yet still warming up
0: okay yeah, what, what yeah about- I really did what about you Puzzle puzzle
4: yeah i've got i'm just trying to think about
0: how to stay oh okay don't know what that means but that's fine
4: what (laughs) what exact um like i i guess like what kind of presence would you if you could like do as far as you know coding or whatever goes what kind of like presence other than Genso or expanding out Gensokyo radio would you want? I'm sorry if that sounds vague or
0: anything. Um, so I, I actually do have, you know, some other projects that I, I have like the very, very basic foundation for. Or have like maybe just as far as uh, like picking up a domain name. Uh, because there there are other things I would like to do um, is just uh, I mean most relevant I guess as part of 3x seven but as far as just me personally um, there like I've over the last year or so I've learned a lot more about app development like mobile app development um, I'd love to get into um, development for iOS because we don't have an iOS app because, Doing that costs a lot more than doing it for Android, unfortunately. Um, I do have a friend that can help me out with that if we want to make it a reality before I can do it myself, um, so there's that. But um, outside of GR, um, I mean, I've been doing web development for a long time as well. Uh, there, are, there are some ideas, like visualnovel.moe is still out there, it's still technically a thing you can visit, maybe, I, actually I'm not entirely sure. but. Um, it was a project I was working on for a while back in like twenty sixteen, um, and honestly, the the people I talked to about that idea. Uh, if you don't know Visual is basically a web based VN um, creator of sorts, um, more basic than your Renpy or other things that you can use. But like, try like the the point was kind of to get rid of the sort of um, like the, this the scariness of having to deal with code or, or any of the more technically, um, the, 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 parts of it where you'd have to be more technically savvy to, to get it or to figure it out. Um, so there's that, but so there's, there's also some, some other like general app ideas that I have that I literally haven't told anyone. So like, I'm kind of hesitant to say exactly what they are on here, but, um, yeah there there's I, at, at the very least like i am sitting on some domain names that people may or may not know about, and that's kind of as far as I've said or as far as people can glean from that so uh how's how's your uh question machine worked now
1: uh um g- give me give me a second it's- I'm you, so, i i'm, I'm getting I, I, all right all right now right. uh, you know question uh, it's ready it's okay. ready the oh, question oh. is ready okay it's ready okay yeah when do we play open ttd
0: <laughs> when do we play open ttd uh the it was asked during one of the songs here if open <laughs> ttd works on a raspberry pi like just running the server for it i don't actually know um I I do have a Windows box that that is capable of running a Factorio server, and that has also run an OpenTTD server. So, like, yeah, it could happen. But if you have Factorio, (laughs) why play OpenTTD? You just play Factorio.
1: But what if they don't have Factorio?
0: Then we can play (laughs) OpenTTD. All the trains.
1: 1v1 me, trains only.
4: (laughs)
0: Train? How would that work? (laughs) Actually... No planes... It's an, It is possible to. I don't think it works if you uh, try to connect the tracks of two different companies, but you can. Uh, you can most certainly cause havoc by crashing trains into each other, or playing the game of chicken where you try to have a a, a bus cross uh, a train track where the train is going at maglev speeds,
4: or you know uh, also creating a tactical train block.
0: Yeah. But, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't personally do any gaming this weekend because I have, I have a lot of work I need to do after this show is done. I'm literally going to wrap this up in the next seven minutes or so, find something to eat, and then I've got to write like a 600 word paper. So, like, you know, I'm, I am going, I did mention this, but I'm still a full time student. So, you know and then and then, once I'm done with that six hundred word paper tomorrow, I get to write another uh like four hundred fifty or five hundred words or something I don't know it's uh being a student is suffering, but in between all of that, guys, I'm still working on the app. don't you worry <laughs> um, I think the the newest thing <coughs> excuse me so as far as the app goes, like we still have 1.0 point whatever out on the store. Um, people have told me hey, like information doesn't display correctly sometimes, or this d- doesn't work quite right on such and such device, and unfortunately like whatever version on the app store is currently out there is no longer directly supported because I'm working on version 1.1 which is essentially a rebuild from the ground up of version 1.0. So, uh, that w- m- includes a lot of sort of major additions um, the most recent thing I've been working on is the addition of podcast episodes uh, where you can literally just go into the app go into the podcast section choose the show and then choose the episode and then, and then you'll be able to listen to it through your device uh, just as you would the radio station So, um, and in the future I think I might be able to figure out a way where you can Download it through the app so that you can listen to it through the app, so you don't have to be connected to the internet. I think it'd be really cool, but that's probably not till 1.1. X, you know, something after the initial release. So, yeah, um, that's interesting. H T F says they had to use a hackintosh to legally buy Zadokin albums. I I'm a little confused about that because I'm pretty sure you can, you should just be able to use iTunes through. Uh, through Windows or, or whatever. I mean that still exists. It's don't they have like an official Windows app or whatever for iTunes? Oh uh, yeah. If if one wanted to buy a, a to was album, into. Yeah.
1: But I mean I don't know what region restrictions there might be on it. Like it's
0: I mean I've I've been able to buy Austromia albums on, on Google Play, so I mean, I don't that's, know if
1: it's per circle or I don't know how that. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, that, that that could be. Um, but also like the, the whole like the way that all of that works, isn't it, through, uh, like a company that's doing all that work on behalf of, uh, them basically.
1: I don't know if it's, it's like, every circle goes through that or if they can individually. I
0: feel like it probably like for something like that, it might be kind of like how, um. Kind of like how Booth has the one page that everyone has to go through or whatever, which is a pain, but it's how it is. Um, is Windows is iTunes on Windows deprecated? Do I have? I actually had to install iTunes because I'm working on uh, one of the things for the app is uh, store links, which is basically oh what the heck? Don't complain about my Bluetooth software. Uh, it's basically um just like so. In the app 1.1 that we're still working on, you'll be able to go to an album and we'll have a list of places that you can actually find the album to to buy it. So um literally we have links we have a ton of links so far in this current this isn't publicly available yet, but right now we have links set up for uh Melon Books, Sudogaya, um iTunes, the Google Play Store, um for some reason i can't think of them but we have like 12 different stores uh, a lot of them are just japan dojin shops that you could like w- once once we point you in the right direction figuring out how to get it to wherever you are is kind of the next step and that's sort of an exercise to the listener but um, but i think it's a major step forward in 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 telling people hey here's where you can get the music like to actually um, support whoever you're listening to so and kind of like i've mentioned before we just We encourage people to do that whenever possible. Um, So, yeah. So, I think that's kind of where we're at for questions. I don't see anything directly submitted into the Google form. I'm just going to check real quick on Twitter. I don't see anything there either. So, um, yeah. Again, if you have any questions after the show tonight, or of course, if you're listening after the fact, uh, we do at least a time of recording. Uh, still have a forum thread where you can ask questions specifically about um, the advertising stuff. Hopefully, I've answered the majority of questions people have, but if I haven't, or if you think of something after the fact, um, you can post over there. It's uh, forum or forums yeah, So um, it's over there. Yeah, um, that's pretty much all I've got. We've got through most of our music, most of our topics, and people are just kind of hanging around and chilling on Discord, so again, <laughs> discord.gg/gr. We have people there all the time, not just during these shows, and of course, we are always online playing music at Gensokia Radio, 24-7 at gensokiaradio.net, and our Google Play app. So, that's what I've got for this one. You guys, uh, maybe Nano can figure out a way to become more awake other than drinking literally water and wine. Look. No. <laughs> he's not he's not disputing it, I mean, you know. It's
1: literally an unsolvable unsolvable. Undissolvable. <laughs> <path>. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. literally can't be fixed. There is no solution to this problem. It's been plaguing mankind for literal centuries. Physical centuries. Metamorphic. Sedentary centuries.
0: Yeah. We're all getting a little more sedentary with how things are right now. <sighs> yes. So... With that, everyone, thanks for listening tonight. Yeah, you can always listen to us online. You can listen to past shows on our website and soon to be our updated version of the app, as soon as I can find enough time in between my busy coursework to uh, get that up to folks. Um, and also, thanks to everyone who's supporting us on 3x7. You can learn more about that or support us directly, uh, the people behind the station, at uh, patreon.com slash 3x7. That's all I got for this one. So thanks to Nano and Puzzle for joining. Uh, I'm Lunar here. Mm -mm. We'll talk to you in the next one. Till then.